And good morning, it's Chad and Larry, and I believe Dawn will be joining us later today. And we're talking real estate. Welcome in. It's Friday. It's a great day. I, I like the uh, the sigh, the Friday sigh, to kind of relieve your stress. And uh, we learned something from Brian. It also helps you lose weight. Oh, so this this part. right. So all you got to do is breathe. That's a proven fact. Breathing, losing weight, breathing. I love it. So this is perfect so for why a Friday. Does everybody gain weight because everybody got to breathe. <laughs> no, you have to do the sigh. The oh, Friday okay. sigh brings the loss of weight. Okay. It's kind of like we heard with the donuts, Krispy Kreme donuts. You just smash them down, and there's no calories. Yeah, while they're warm. Right, while they're warm. That's the key. So all kinds of great stuff you're learning today, but we want to transition into real estate because that's what we do. And so uh, we're going to kind of touch on some things with with real estate that's one of the – sorry we have to do this, right? But it's like we have to talk about some of the problem areas. There's no problems in real estate. Right. So, you know, we've heard enough about, you know, interest rates and, and inflation. Well, we're going to continue to hear about it because it's, it's, it's an issue. And uh, if we get uh, blessed by Erica's call today, we'll we'll talk about that, see what's happening in the market there. But one of the things that, that happens when you own real estate um, or if you rent real estate, it, it really applies to anybody. At some point, things are going to have to be done uh, as, as far as maintenance and repairs in that property. Perhaps even if you're buying it. Either way, selling it. And sometimes what happens is people, when they're selling a property, and this could be any kind of property, commercial, residential uh, there's an inspection period. There's a due diligence period that the the buyer uh, gets to look at your property. And some sellers kind of like, you know, well, I don't want somebody walking through my property, checking everything out. Well, this is just kind of part of the deal. When you sell something, if someone is smart and they're going to buy that thing, they're going to inspect it, especially if it's real estate. There's all kinds of mechanical parts. There's things that break. There's things that leak. There's things that wear out over time. Insects all those things and so this is why we have our sponsors you know you have all these different things that happen when you're selling a house and when you own a house renting a house what have you so one of the challenges that we're going to discuss today is contractors and it's it's finding good contractors getting work completed because it's not just finding a good contractor once you find a contractor you need to get the work done and you know you may say well if i find a good contractor the work is going to get done that makes sense but it's not always the case, is it? No. <laughs> so, because sometimes people get busy, and they don't tell you they're necessarily that busy, and so they say, yeah, I can do the work, and three weeks later you're wondering why hasn't it been completed or why did they start? Why haven't they started at all? Right. I've got materials dropped off, but nothing is, doing, nothing is happening. And so this is a constant thing that we see when we're buying and selling properties, and you know, I think it does. It applies across the board. No matter what kind of property type you have, you're you're going to have at some point things that need to be done. You're going to need an electrician at some point. You're going to need a plumber. You're going to need uh, carpenter, uh, roofing, and so uh, some of these folks you can find on our website um, that that do a great job. Like our roofer, he also does siding and windows. Does a great job. We would highly recommend them. But there are other people that we work with. You know that. People say, well, can you recommend someone for X? And it's kind of like we take a deep breath. You know, it's our it's not the Friday pause, though, or sigh. It's kind of more, well, yes, we have someone, but they're very busy, or I don't know that they can get to you right now, 
or we're it's like pulling teeth every time they do something. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it can be a little hard to make a, a solid recommendation. So most of the best people you're going to find, though, are going to be word of mouth, uh, not looking through the, uh, you know, scrolling your phone. Um, and we've, we've tried Thumbtack. We've tried, you know, a bunch of different places to find good people. And well, sometimes you do. You know, sometimes you do. And, you know, usually so a lot of the stuff we, we run into because we manage properties, we own properties, is the little stuff. And the little things that happen, the little, you know, one-day job here, the going out for two hours. And that's a challenge, too, because a lot of folks don't want to do that. They would rather do the big job. And I understand that. And so that can be a real challenge. So you need like a handyman kind of thing. So one of the things we're going to, or not one of the things, but our topic today is going to be, how do you find a good contractor? What are some things that you could do to kind of, um, you know, solve problems before they get there? You know, what, what are some things you could do to, to make sure you're finding good folks to do the job? Well, one thing, Chad, if you're not a qualified person, don't do it yourself. Well, that is a wonderful point, isn't it? So if you can't do plumbing, just don't do plumbing. Now, you may be able to fix a, a, a clog in your sink, right? Take apart the P-trap, you know, and put it back together. And that sounds so simple, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> so, and it may be. But for some people, it might not be. We've seen all kinds of weird things in houses where, you know, our, our words that we've – you've heard this before if you listen to the show. The, our favorite words, not really – is I did it myself because usually when we go there, we can say, Oh, I can tell. <laughs> so you don't want to end up in that situation. Or we're thinking, uh Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Or, over the phone. Or, Dawn, are or, you with or, us? Yeah. yeah I'm, I've okay, been listening great. for a while. I've been here for a while. Or one of those things, first thing out of my mouth, you, you can look at it and you can just tell, did you get permits for that? And you know the answer is they did not, even if they say they did. I'm like, there's no way. There's well, and no the way. other side of that, Dawn, is that at times people hired a contractor and you look at it and go, who did that? Right. And it's like, oh, the contractor did that. Really? You know? I, <laughs> I saw some plumbing. I was down underneath the house because it had actually a, an actual basement. Wait, wait, wait. And we I'm, need to note this. Dawn was under a house. I was. Oh, wow. Well, this like I said, it had a basement. So okay. It's not like okay. Was in the basement. I did not get my fingernails dirty. <laughs> and I'm looking up at this plumbing, and they had the, 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 the toilet um, line that you flush was actually uh, higher than the, um, than the shower drain. So as the shower drains, as the toilet flushes, it would like flush up into the shower. So we're talking sewage into the shower. Sewage into the shower. This is and great that news. That was one of those. Yeah, that was one of those. Did you do that yourself? Right. <laughs> was yeah, and as you're permitted? taking a shower, you're saying. <laughs> but, to you yourself, know, we sold the house anyway. Yeah, as is. You know, somebody was not afraid of it. So that's the other good news is um, even if you do it yourself, which we don't always recommend, if you don't know what you're doing. Um, you know, price fixes everything, so oftentimes we can even sell it. Well, speaking of price fix, um, in our last minute, I want to cover, this is part of the challenge, not just with, with us if you're writing checks to fix stuff, but also contractors. You're going to see higher prices because of what's happening in, in the, um, the industry right now. So the National Association of Home Builders puts out price, you know, how much things cost, and building materials have increased 
over 20% year over year and 33% since the pandemic began. So to me, 20% and 33% sound a little higher than 8.9%. So that's just in the building side, just the, the raw materials. But if you kind of break that down further, you've got service prices are up 39%. Lumber, this is a killer, right? 90% increase. Sheetrock or gypsum, 20%. Concrete, 9%. So keep that in mind as we take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about how you get contractors to do the work they're supposed to do and hire them. And we're back. This is Chad. Larry. And Dawn. And Dawn. That's right. So we're back. Make sure you join us if you are not able to join us live at palmettorealestatepros.com. We have our shows online there that you can listen in your spare time, when you're walking around the block, whatever you want to do, or you can listen live as you are right now, hopefully. So we're talking about contractors, how to hire people that are, that are, that are good, that can do the work you want done. And how to not have a horror story. And, uh, Dawn, we'll let you share uh, what happened to one of your oh friends. Gosh. And we've, you've probably heard these horror stories. I paid someone. They never showed up. Um, you know, the work oh, was yeah. really bad. Or one, someone had to fix it after the fact. You know, oh like they did part of the work. So, so my friend has a, uh, she had a house in Hollywood, in the Hollywood Hills, right? In LA, and she had another place in Las Vegas, and she wanted to uh, the house that she had in LA. She it was a two bedroom, one bath, and she wanted to make it a two story, make it a lot bigger. Uh, so this contractor actually came by door to door, gave her her card, his card, asked if there was any work she wanted done, and she said, "Yeah, actually, I'd like to." Um, tear this house down. We have to leave the foundation in a wall. If we leave a wall, we don't have to get uh, permits for, you know, a rebuild, right? Anyway, and so she went and um, she hired him, went and stayed at her place in Las Vegas. He sent her pictures along the way of all of the work that she, that he was doing. And um, she went back a few months later, and he not only hadn't done any of the work, what he did do was demolish her entire house, left one wall, but he tore down her house, stole all of her money, $300,000. She, um, she went and looked up his license, and he didn't, even though his card said he uh, was licensed and had a license number, he wasn't licensed. There was no record of him with the state. He got away with it. He took her money. She was able to, like, track what he was doing, even though she couldn't get him arrested. Uh, he actually bought a kangaroo. He started a petting zoo. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. He was in the wrong line of work, evidently. Apparently, He knew yeah, how to knock but, things down, and that was about yeah, it. But this, and, is, this is good because what you're s stating here is maybe not to that extent, but it's really common that yeah. you hire someone, give them money, and then they don't do the work or don't do what you've asked them to do. We've actually had contractors that we've had to argue with. Like, you know, we say, here's what we want done. And then when we get, you know, to the property, 
it wasn't done like that. Well, I thought it looked better this way. We were like, we, we you wasn't up to you. It, it's not up to you what you do when we're writing the check. So you need to fix it. Well, I'm going to get paid to fix it. No, I don't think so. So these are kind of things you run into. And one of the things you said there is key when you're uh, like your friend, she was in another state or, or something. Mm-hmm. Even if you so have to pay someone to no go oversight. walk the house or yep. walk the property, it's worth it. Right by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to to, yep. to check the work, you have to check, check the, the work. work. Yep, or or they'll start a project, and and I'm sure that you, the three of us at least have had this problem. They'll start a project, and then you pay them halfway through for the work they've done, and as soon as they get cash in their pocket or a check, they go and start another project, and they disappear for you know a few days or a week or something or a couple weeks, and you're calling them saying, where when are you coming back? When are you coming back to finish this? Yeah. That's a so, constant thing that we yeah. run into. And, um, you know, one of the things, too, that you'll see at times, you were talking about their license. Are they licensed? Uh, we had someone that uh, was working with us for a while was licensed. We checked. And then they let their license lapse. We didn't know that. And so one day we're going through invoices, and you're like, you know, I'm going to check LLR's website. So in South Carolina, I'm sure there's something similar in uh, Idaho. Every state. Yeah, every state state has some licensing board. Um, So LLR is Labor Licensing and Regulation. They call it the engine in South Carolina because it's kind of where all businesses kind of everything has to come through that regulatory agency. And so you can log on. And look up someone's name or their company and see if they're licensed. Just like us as real estate. Right. We have to have a license. We have to have a license. So you could look up our license information on the South Carolina uh, real, real, Realtors, not Realtors, the South Carolina Real Estate Commission yeah. under LLR. So each uh, division like nursing, uh, you know, contractors, all these have licenses. And not only licenses, but there are people licensed to do certain things so like some contractors can't do certain things so like if you have a regular standard i think it's like a builder's license you can't like build a house from the ground up you may need to be a gc which is general contractor so there's different things that allow you to do different skilled work and so you need to look at those things that'd be the first step you know very simple first step before you hire someone yeah vet them vet them Maybe get past references, uh, not not pictures of the work that they've done, because they're all going to show you great pictures, right? But actually talk to clients that they've worked with. Are they reliable? Do they show up on time? I mean, one of the things that you say, Larry, what happens if uh, you hire somebody and then they don't show up? What do you do? They're fired. They don't get paid. That's it. I mean, do you do you wait for them to show up? Do you call them and, and give them second and third chances? Well, I've got to the point where if they don't show up, don't ever show up well and as i say time is money and you can get contracts yeah i'll do the job everybody thinks they're going to show up but a week later you call them and say where you're at well i got to finish the job i'm doing first they didn't tell you that start three weeks is a long time to wait to start your project so we're, we're learning real keys here as we talk, because one of the things, the first thing you might want to do is check their qualifications online. Are they registered with LLR or wherever state you're at? Are and, they registered? And that's if it's a licensed contractor. Yes. Now, a handyman. They may not, not have that. Yeah, a handyman just but come they over could and be put a door up. Just not. as reliable or just as flaky. So that's, I love your 
thing, Chad, word of mouth. Word of mouth, you know, if you know somebody and and they're reliable, my gosh, hang on to them and let everyone you know know about them when they're asking. That's right. Not some, all contractors are bad, but, man, right. they're hard to find. Some of the best contractors you'll never, never see advertised anywhere. Yeah. They have so much they work. They don't have to. They don't have, they don't to, have to because to. they yep. they the best work they can get just like the best the best clients we get. They're word of mouth because you they've someone's already said, "Hey, you can trust this person. They do great work. They can help you buy a house, sell a house." And it's just like in any industry. The best clients that you have come from other clients because they're speaking up about you. So that's a that's a much better way to find someone, but there are times you have to reach out into another pool the good thing about these online services like Thumbtack and, and um, Angie, Angie's. things like that, they are vetted, and you can read reviews. And it's worth reading those reviews to see if they did the work on time and, and if they did it correctly. So we talked about making sure they're licensed if, if you need someone licensed. Um, Larry mentioned uh, checking that they can do the work. You kind of mentioned this in passing, but like, are, do you have the bandwidth right now to complete this job? in the timeline I need. That's a key point because people may can do it and they may be great, but they might be four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks out. And so you need to ask that question. If you don't ask the question, you know, well, then the you, you could, may end up you waiting. You a bid that you like, Chad, public out there listening. Somebody can say, okay, I can do this job for $1,000. And you think, well, that's a pretty good price, but if if it takes them four weeks to do the job and somebody else gave you a price at 1100 and take two weeks, time is money. All right. So don't look for, that's a, that's a, see, there's the, another good point, right? Dawn, you know, this sometimes money is not the most important thing when you're hiring someone, how much money they charge. Well, you know, and especially as, uh, we, as a company, we do a lot of flips and rehabs and help people with their, you know, house flips or renovating a home, uh, to you know, rent out or whatever it is. Yeah, I would so much rather pay a little bit more upfront for something that gets done much faster than actually um, pay less for something that takes three months longer. Because at that point, you know, time is money. Yes, it's more electricity that I'm paying for, more taxes I'm paying for, um, more uh, interest payments I'm paying for, all of those things that go along with something that I can't sell right away or can't rent right away. Exactly. And, and to put feet to that, so I'm redoing an apartment right now and it's taken me two months to get the thing done and it's still not quite done. So we're going to go into, we're into July now. So going into the third month and this is a variety of reasons why, but so do you think if I'm renting that for a thousand dollars a month, that's two thousand dollars extra that I've lost? How long right. would it normally take you to do that when everything's going right? I mean, it should take three weeks, maybe four. So it should take one month, but supply issues, uh, contractor issues with health issues. I mean, we've had just had a variety of things, and but it's frustrating because <laughs> now we're going into the third month, and so. You've got real money lost, not just the money you're spending. So if the guy's the cheapest in the world, it doesn't matter because the longer it sits there, the longer no money's coming in. And here's the thing. you got people waiting. Right. That need a place, and they 
you keep thinking next week, next week, next week. Yeah, because we hear the the words from contractors, right? Hey, it'll be ready. Give me two more weeks, I promise. <laughs> and and then here we are. So uh, these are things we run into, and and you're going to run into the same thing. And even if you do everything right, you're going to run into to issues, and and that's understandable. But you kind of have to limit it the best you can um, to to avoid it. And so make sure you get there that they're a licensed person. If you need someone licensed, make sure you see that they can do the scope of the work. Uh, make sure that they can, their timeline, once they start. So not only can you do it and when you can do it, but how long is it going to take you to do it? And so this oh. is a key point because, you know, usually, you know, a really good person is going to under-promise and over-deliver, but many times what happens is they over-promise and then you're you're all disappointed. Well, while we're talking well, about this, should we get, should folks out there get something in writing that's that it they they need to put it in writing to tell the contractor a list of what he's doing how much it's going to be when he's going to start and when he's going to finish and, and work have out him some initial kind of payment last. plan i'll pay you 40 percent when you're 50 percent done or something uh, so yep. just be careful what you sign that's right and so you get it signed get it everybody to agree to it and then what we do in the property is we put a list tape it to the door where everybody can see it, every contractor, and tell them to check off the list as they complete the items so that they have a checklist, not mm -hmm. not forgetting something. And uh, just as a caution, if you're the owner, you write the contract, not not the contractor. Right. And don't pay for work that hasn't been completed yet. Absolutely. So we're coming up on a break here. So before we go to the break, though, I just want a quick reminder. We're talking about contractors. We're talking about getting work done in a timely fashion in a cost-effective manner. And uh, so we're going to come back and continue this topic. We have um, about a couple seconds here. But before we go, remember palmettorealestatepros.com if you want more information. Hey, we're back. It's Chad and Larry and Dawn with the Palmetto Real Estate Pros. We're talking real estate, and uh, we're talking about uh, uh, something that happens in real estate, really. So your contractors, how to fix stuff. Because even if you're just a single-family homeowner and you've got your house for sale and you're getting ready to sell it, the inspections are done, and you find out, oh, my goodness, I've got a major issue that needs to be corrected. I'm okay with fixing it. I want to sell someone a great house. You're going to have to hire a contractor. Well, let me stop there for a moment. If you're going to sell your house, get all that done before you it's, put it on the market. It is a better idea to go ahead and have inspections then you done. Know, and you got your time to fix it. And not only that, it puts you in the driver's seat. Yes. You're not, you know, being told, hey, guess what? There's a major have it issue. done by this date. Yeah, because, you know, and if you do wait, it's, it's a timeline. So mm -hmm. um, a contract has this language in it. Uh, this these three words time is it three it's words time is of the essence maybe it's four five six seven I, I went I graduated uh, public school uh, so but however many words it is it's very important time is of the essence because the it time means that exactly yeah. time is of the essence means if you have a contract and you can't get a contractor to come out to the house and finish a job and you're supposed to close well guess what the house m might not close. Right. Um, and, and Dawn, you've run into this. We've run into this. We've had issues where the work could not be done. And I'm thinking of a very specific property that 
Uh, the work could not oh be done because gosh. of windows. You remember? Uh, the bane of my existence for seven Yeah, I thought months. she. Yeah, she's here, but she uh. basically. So the the contractor, <laughs> which is good, right? He told her, told him, "Hey, I can't get these windows. Right. We're right. It was twelve weeks out or something. Mm -hmm. Right. And so yeah, they had to be done after the closing, which is always correct. a challenge. Correct. Yeah. Yep. So and um, and the are, uh, buyer, man, she the, was. She the, was a person of, she was a force of nature, that buyer was, and she okay. kept after us and after us, and, and it's good that she kept after us about the windows, and we finally got the windows in, but man, some of the emails that we received, I mean, threats of, of being sued over these things and like no need to sue anything we're we're communicating with you we're you know talking with you this is what the contractor said we'd get the contractor on the phone and uh, he was a reliable um uh, above the line he was a good contractor you know he was responsive very good but what happens yeah. after the closing is now when people move in the house they were like well we have some other things we want you to do and then it becomes, right. well, who pays for that? Well, you, that's why you have inspections. But anytime it's done after the closing, it just creates problems. And that's what, what right. you don't want to happen. You want to get these things done as quickly as possible. And with the supply chain issues, other things, it, it can be a challenge. This is why you really want to do it ahead of time if you can. Right. Make sure you, you address these issues before you get in a contract situation because it it's, you know, we do have real challenges that nobody can control, but the things we can control, we want to control. Like is the person qualified? The things we talked about already. Um, are they licensed in their field? If it requires a license, did you get it in writing? What you want them to do? Did they agree to it in writing? And then sign it and sign it, sign it, initial it, date it, whatever. And then one of the other things that you want to do is make sure that you never pay the entire job up front. And so, Dawn, you mentioned this with your, your friend that started paying people before they knew the work was completed the way they wanted it. And right. it just ends up in the black hole. You know, I need more money. I need more money. If well, you say, hey, you get this much now or none now, you get the rest was, as it's done. It's a much better system. She, she, well, here's a key to gone that, and too. opened up. When the contractor she'd gone and opened says, a Home Depot account. When the contractor right. says, and, uh, I need money up front, it's a flag. Right, right, right. She'd gone and opened a Home Depot account and gave him her credit card so he could just go, you know, charge the materials. Well, what he did was um, during Christmas, he went and bought one th 12 $1,000 gift certificates for his mates on her Home Depot card. Wow. And then, you know, when he didn't do anything and suddenly she shows up three months later and there's no house and uh, and he's taken all of her money and Home Depot is calling for those payments. She's like, she, 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 you know, hit back with Home Depot. She said, wouldn't you think it's a red flag that this person shows up with a credit card, putting $1,000 gift certificates on on this card that's not even in his name. Don't you think your people would have, you know... He's generous with other people's money. He is. And uh, this is well, what happens when it's... Kangaroo. Exactly. So you can <laughs> you can money. even get a, uh, you know, a petting zoo, I guess, if you're yep. uh, dishonorable, not trustworthy. So we don't want that to happen to anyone out there listening. By the way... We forgot to mention this. Our apologies. If you have a comment or question, you can call in at 803-799-TALK. That's 803-799-8255.
we know the people out there listening. There are people that have had this happen that, that, you know, you've been, you know, taken advantage of by a contractor and hopefully that doesn't happen again. Hopefully you only need that to happen once or better yet, not happen at all. Yeah. Well, when uh, somebody me, says pay me something up front, I just don't want them. They're not qualified. You they're, know, they're, I'm sure that if they don't have enough money to pay the material to start, they're not a good contractor. All right. And I'm sure that there are some contractors out there that are listening going, that's not me. You guys are giving us a bad name. So if you're listening and you're a contractor, call in, please. We'd like to hear, we'd like to hear your, um, your, your take on this as well. Yeah. It's not every time. So if someone says, Hey, I want to go and get started. Can you get me 25% or 10% or something? It's a judgment call, but you just need to make sure that the materials are on the site and, you know, that the they're not just saying, here, give me the money, and they're not getting the materials because sometimes what you don't want to happen is give someone money and then they're going to start in four weeks and you never see any material, nothing. So there's just some safeguards, and, and actually a good contractor is going to agree with that. You know, hey, I would you don't need to give me – all you need to give me is enough to do the get started – or don't give me anything, you know. So you just need to talk to them about that. Get it all in writing. Make sure you're communicating properly. And as good as anyone seems, uh, the reviews, anything, you still need to put these safeguards in place just so that you're protected. But it's better for the contractor, too, because they could, you know, you could give them enough money where it's just not, you know, they could get on other jobs, you just want to make it as easy as possible for every party to know this is for this job, this is what I expect you to do, this is when I expect to be done, and follow through with that. Keep going back out to the property, have someone look at it. Uh, Dawn, we were having a conversation um, uh, yesterday about looking at a job that's supposed to be done. And so uh, the owner, the investor, is out of state, and he wanted someone to go by and look at the job before it's done. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, and what happens if the city or county needs to uh, do any type of inspections? Well, that's a good point because, you know, in one of these counties, as a matter of fact, the investor we're talking about bought a property in an area where the, the city inspectors are very tough. Oh, and do I know that investor? Yes, you do. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, so, He's such a great guy. Yes, I mean, it's, it's, it's great, but he bought an, he bought a property in an area where – you know, we talked to other contractors because he had said, hey, can you help me? We're running into issues. And every other contractor said, I don't work in that area. Yeah. It's hard. They are relentless over there. So it's almost like prohibitive to do business or do work because you can't, every time you do something, they kind of come out and stop it or inspect it again. So you can work in shut areas. Shut down. You're right. So shut he down. Got a, he got a cease and, cease and desist order. Uh, because he had contractors in there working on it, and the inspector came by and said, uh, "Not until you hire a uh, an architect to come in and draw some new plans and submit those plans." And he was like, "What are you talking about?" So, yeah, it was just it was right. crazy. But sometimes there are some red some, exactly. Some so giant I've hoops. got an old dilapidated building trying to fix right. it, and you're telling me I can't do anything. Until an yep. architect looks at it. All I'm going to do is renovate the existing building. I'm not doing anything correct. other than that. Yeah. But they won't still was, want the architect. Correct. He was not tearing anything down. He was inside He was inside fixing it up. Yep. 
Right. So, so and now he was right beside where the county offices are. <laughs> which, and still, you know, you you you're uh, asking for them to look when you're right beside them, but still, you know, you want to make sure you're working in an area where you know what the rules are before you start. You certainly don't want to start tearing things out and then end up in a place where wait a second, everybody's examining this, which they should. There there's they want to make sure there's not a fire. So they want to make sure the electrical's right. The county inspectors want to make sure that the building's not going to fall down because you took a supporting beam out. So it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. You just need to follow the rules. Um, I know uh, Mr. Jordan, the the senior, right, the wise one in the seat uh, here today, what? <laughs> you were painting your front porch when I was in school, and a city inspector came through and said, you can't paint the porch. Do you remember that? I remember that. And so he was like, what? I remember this at 14, and it was, like, strange to me. I'm like, why can't we paint the porch? And they said, you need a permit. What? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he, he said, well, so my son is here. He brought me into this. This is the kind of dad I have, right? He's bringing his 14-year-old into the conversation with the inspector. He said, so my son cuts my grass. Does he need a permit? And the guy said, yes, he needs a permit. So I think he would, they were overreacting there. But, yeah. you know, you, you can get into – a official or someone who just has a problem and you want to avoid that if you can by you know making sure you're following all the rules of the state county whatever before don't, you get don't going don't try bribing the officials no. here it we will not work <laughs> exactly and dawn had mentioned that you don't want to bribe people which some you don't want to do that that's not a working we're not in new york where you want to hand someone a envelope full of green <laughs> this is my number <laughs> in chicago Here you in go. new york <laughs> well it shouldn't right this if you have a fair system it should be here's the rules that's all we want we want you to follow the rules and um you know follow the right protocols and you'll be good we want i mean really what a city should want is things to be in great condition that's correct. And an investor coming along, we fix things up. We make them in better condition. So it's good for the community. It's good for them. And we're up against a break. So we'll have to f finish this up on the other side. Chad and Larry and Dawn, we're here with you with the Palmetto Real Estate Pros. We're in our final segment. It is 9.46 in the morning on Friday. Call in if you have any questions, comments at 803-799-TALK, 803-799-8255. So what a great discussion we're having about working with contractors. And, and um, you know, we've talked about how contractors – are not bad folks. They want to do a job. They hopefully want to do a great job for, for as many people as they can. And when you find a great contractor, it's a beautiful thing because they make things that were broken good again. And, um, you know, if you have great contractors, you need to uh, pay them. Basically, you know, we don't ever withhold money from someone because it's too much. If we agree to something, we're going to pay it. And there are times... And many times when you're working a project and you're like, whoa, wait a second, we didn't know about this or that. And we're okay with paying those things because, you know, usually when you open up walls, when you start doing construction, 
uh, you know, it's going to be rare that something doesn't come up that's not in the original scope of work. You know, unless you're building from the ground up and even then you run into issues. I mean, you could run into issues where, you know, hey, I know I gave you a quote of X, but, you know, those statistics we read earlier or those numbers, get oh, my piece of paper it. out, lumbers up 90%, that's going to maybe change your cost. And so, hey, everybody needs to be a little flexible, you know. It could change again next week. It could. Uh, hopefully it'll go down, but we're I, I don't see that in the cards right now. No, and the contractors are caught in a thing because if you're going to build a house and you got to wait on materials, how do you price it now? It, I mean, oh, it's hard to price. New builds, like they are not locking in the price of a new home build right now because – because costs are continuing to go up, inflation, gas, it's all going up. So they can't actually guarantee that the price they're quoting today is going to be how much it's going to, you know, cost in a year, which is really hard for bankers. How do you how do you lock in a loan for an amount when you don't even know how much the house is going to be in a year? That's right. And so just a quick reminder, these these numbers are real numbers. And so this is from the National Association of Home Builders Services. Um, have been up. They're gone. They've gone up 39%. Lumber 90%. Gypsum or that's sheetrock, <laughs> in uh, our terms, right? 20% to almost 21%. Concrete 9%. So these are basic building materials that that go into construction. And so when all of these go up, guess what happens to the price of the finished product? It's got to go up. It has to. Flooring is a big thing. You got to have a floor. Right, and it's gone. And up. windows. <laughs> That's right. You can't even get windows if you have if you have a project that requires windows. Order them first. Order them right away because they are still months out in, in some areas of the United States. Now, not all areas, but in in most areas of the United States, people still are having a hard time getting windows. So you know, and just a anecdotal example of this is we were buying. Uh, laminate or not laminate but the lvp the luxury vinyl plank to put in our our floors on our our houses and things and we were paying before 20 around 2018 it was a dollar 69 a square foot and it had a jump it went to a dollar 85 and we thought man that stinks well we went back because we started using other products went back after the pandemic and it was $4 a foot. <laughs> wow. And so we're not using that anymore. We can't. And um, they said they were getting their product out of China, and they said it just went through the roof. And so this changes what you what you can do. And it's interesting. Some of the higher-end houses that we're seeing are having sheet vinyl, rolled vinyl in kitchens and baths. Mm -hmm. You would have never seen that yep. before. And so, but with the cost of things, you know, you do what you have to do. Well, Chad, little things like we need blinds. You can't find blinds to the size you need right now. We went to several Lowe's, Home Depot, hardware stores. Empty shelves. And we can't find, you can find a blind. Oh, yeah. But, but not three, four, five, six. <laughs> I mean, you know, hey, if I need one, I'm good. <laughs> but, you know, you don't want to put a brand new blind beside one that's, you know, three years old. And so, uh, or if you have to re redoing a whole house. Or different blind depth, you know, right. two inch or one inch. <laughs> so we're running into these things individually. You can imagine the contractors out there have a problem too. So it's going to be a little more challenging as they price things. So, you know, I mean, think about it. If you're a contractor trying to price a job with the materials, 
you could do it one of two ways. You could say, well, here's my labor. Sometimes we have contractors like that. Here's my labor. I'll let you know what the prices are for the uh, material. I have a contractor like that. He <laughs> right. just charges yeah. by the day, and I love him. I absolutely love him because it's just a flat rate, a flat day rate, plus the price of materials. I mean, talk about, like, transparency. Right. And you can receipt and pay it. Exactly. So yeah. you can see the challenge with that, too, though, Adon. I mean, it's like you have the best. There's always challenges. So, like, if they're working by the day, if they're a hard worker and always a hard worker, that's great. If they're kind of take four hour lunches, you know, you, that's a great, great deal for them. Well, first I thing mean, in the morning is 10 o'clock a.m. Right. So well, if you've got someone you can trust, with go with guy. it. Yeah, I do. I do a lot of work with this guy. Mm -hmm. He is an artist. So, yeah, I trust him. That's I good. Trust him. But you've got a great point. If you don't know them and they work by the day, you know how buy them lunch yeah here's a pizza right. I'm, I'm delivering a pizza for you guys <laughs> exactly or if they charge by the hour that could be a challenge you know because if you pay by the hour they're 45 dollars an hour or something let's say and you know the same thing if they're not working real hard so one of the ways we had a um a contractor that we we still use he stays busy all the time like most of them so we don't can't use them on every job and he's actually an investor, too, so he buys and fixes up houses. He'll get a van, drop his workers off at the house, and keep going back to check on them. They don't have transportation. So he, huh. they meet him wherever they meet him, and he takes them to the job and says, you will work here, and I will pick you up. When you finish this <laughs> amount of work. Right. So it's a, he, he can control his workers a little bit better because they're kind of you know, relying on him for transportation. And, um, but there's all kinds of tricks to the trade like that that contractors use, and you just want to make sure you're fair, but also you're making sure you're controlling your dollars that you're spending. If you're writing the check, you deserve to be a little more uh, detail-oriented, or you should be a little more detail-oriented on who you're hiring and expecting what you expect, and uh, that all comes with doing that stuff in writing. Chad, I like the idea, though, picking your guys up and taking a work. That's saving them a lot of money and gas right now. They may like that idea. Yeah, you can come pick me up and take me in and take me home every day. That worked for me. <laughs> All right, so they have to, They, I guess they get a lunch bucket or whatever, and they would just work. I mean, but lunch this is how bucket. you get, yeah, you get paid. It's like 1933. I know. <laughs> yeah, he tells them if you haven't got, you know, these three rooms painted when I get there, we're not leaving until it's finished. Yeah. Well, and, and all this comes back to how you're going to, um, your real estate. You know, if you're working a job and you're trying to sell something, a, a property, or rent a property. Or renovate. Renovate. better than it was when you moved in. Exactly. It all is money. It's time is money. The longer it takes to do the job, even if you're living in the house and you're just like, you know, I'm not rushed to do it, but I want to get it done. It displaces you. It's annoying. It's, uh, you know, materials no, out. You just no want to get it done as quick no as possible. Yep, no one wants to live in a construction zone. <laughs> no, and, and uh, you know, we've actually seen this. Um, you know, all of us here have seen this where people are living literally in a construction zone and sometimes for a very long time because they hired a wrong contractor or the other side of that, they tried to do it themselves. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, this is it's not, not the best way to go. You know, get it done on a timeline and get it over with. Hire a professional. Yep. Hire a professional, that's right. Yeah, hire a good professional. Hey, real fast, can we talk about what our show for next week? Go for it. 
It's pretty exciting. So next week we will be interviewing Chris Lee. She is the uh, president-elect for the national uh, for the for the women's council for the National Association of Realtors. So if you wonder what a realtor does, I mean everyone knows that us real estate agents we're realtors, right? The National Association of Realtors has all of these different councils and all of these different things. It's not just that we sell houses. So the National Association of Women's, uh, the Women's Council, um, they teach us female agents, you know, how to run a, a good business. They teach us, you know, different rules for running meetings, different all sorts of things. So I'm kind of excited. I don't know everything that they do, but I'm pretty excited um, about this uh, this um, interview that we've got coming up. We're going to learn a lot more. And uh, something that I learned is that the National Association of Realtors actually has a program that will teach you how to run for public office if you're interested in running for public office. So all these really neat little things. So I'm pretty excited about our interview next week. That's great. So there's a lot of good folks out there that try to help folks, other people who do good work and this is what we need you know the women's council is great because you know any of us in the business we've talked about this need education we need to, to learn how to do it right and there's things that women need to to know uh, just like men we all need to know they're probably good good things for all of us um, so we've seen some some good things happen in the industry a lot of good folks uh, taking part in a lot of great education and we want to promote that here on the show as well. So as you know, we do the we're real estate agents, so licensed real estate agents, realtors, and we still buy and sell properties every every well, every day, every month, whatever. So we're still active in the industry. We're in real estate. Any so, kind. That's right. If so, it's got dirt, we're interested. So we're wrapping up our show here. Remember you can go to our, our website, Palmetto Real Estate don't forget to check us out there on our um, our website with the sponsors and also the podcasts that are uploaded each week. And um, if you see something on there you have a question about, feel free to reach out to us. We have a button on there where you can ask for um, help, you have questions, what have you. So any closing things as we part, Mr. Jordan? Yes, there's some good contractors out there that do great work. Don't be afraid to go get them. And we'll leave it with that. Good afternoon. Good. Have a great weekend. Admit it. You've been woken out of a home improvement fever dream after an HGTV binge session and believed you could be a house flipper. Well, that dream is more realistic than you thought. Let the pros at the Palmetto Real Estate Group of SC guide you through the investment and rehab process. And let's make those dreams come true. Learn more at palmettoreg.com.